0: Hello everybody, I am Irina from Ukraine, and this is my music pause. I am very pleased to introduce you to Ukrainian music and artists. But today the stories are not about music. A year ago on February 22nd we all were living our normal lives. And only a day later everything changed. Time has stopped for every Ukrainian. On February 24, 2022, Russia started a war in Ukraine. I remember my morning. I was sleeping sweetly, hugging my daughter. My husband woke me up quietly, trying not to frighten me, and said, Honey, wake up. The war has begun. The first thought was no, it is still a dream. It simply cannot happen, but no. All this was actually happening. We took the documents, the money we had, and a few things. We got into the car and drove off. We didn't know where we were going, but we clearly understood that we had to go far for safe. the most precious thing we have, our child and, an hour later, the war enemy tanks in our city. I won't tell you what we went through after that. My friend Tatiana and Lena, who came to the broadcast today, will share their stories. I want to share with you Ukrainian music that was written during the war. Everything you will hear on air today is not just beautiful words. This is our life. This is the pain and suffering of my people. And at the same time, it is the resilience of Ukrainians and boundless faith in our victory, which will come very soon. The first song you hear today would be the Red vibanum in the Meadow. This song wasn't devoted to this war. Not written during it. It is actually almost 100 years old. The history of the song The Red vibanum in the Meadow is the history of our people. This is a song from the time of the Cossacks in the 17th century. Recorded during the era of national revival in the 19th processed during the ukrainian revolution at the beginning of the 20th century and sung by freedom fighters in the middle of the same century a song that makes us strong in the 21st century because it unites us with our predecessors, who fought for the freedom of Ukraine during the previous centuries. On February 27, 2022, the leader of the Ukrainian band Boombox, Andriy Hlevniuk, sang the first verse of the song A Cappella in Military Kyiv on Sofia Square after which it gained new popularity and became worldwide hit. The video for the song went viral. Later, the song was sung in many cities and countries, showing their support for Ukraine during the war. Hlevniuk's performance was used by Pink Floyd, which on April 8, 2022, presented the composition Hey! Hey! Rise Up! South African musician Zeya Kifness set the performance of Hlevniuk to music. And it is this version of the famous Ukrainian song that I suggest you listen to. As you can understand, the topic of war is very sensitive to us. And everyone has his story about it. Everyone has his own memories about the beginning But for everyone, they are painful. Tatiana wants to tell you how it was for her.
1: It was 24 February last year. I was in my city, Odessa. It was a normal Thursday. It had to be a normal Thursday. But at 5 a.m. my family heard explosions. At that moment, I didn't understand it yet. You know, this is not a regular sound you hear every day. Our air defense worked, but several missiles flew, flew in from Russia. It was a shock. I understood that a full-scale war had begun. But it was hard to believe that this could happened in the modern world. It was scary, and I had absolutely no idea what to do. The first thing I did was call all my relatives, and we agreed on what to do. The waiting time for news had begun. Absolutely everyone was looking at their mobile phones, looking for information about what was happening. In the morning I went to work. There were only a few cars on the road, But a lot of public transport. People were heading for work. Life was going on. At lunchtime, my husband and I went to the supermarket to buy groceries. There were already huge queues. Most people had water, candles, toilet paper, salt and pet food in their carts. No one had any understanding about what would happen the next day. And how long all the word lies. Usually, you can hear a lot of chatting. Someone might be happy because of long waiting in a queue, or some might just start discussing things around talking in the phone or even
2: arguments. And what about you, Lena? That morning, all of a sudden, everything changed. No one panicked, shouted. Of used. Everyone was outwardly calm and silent. It wasn't discipline, it was appreciation. But it was unusual to see how people became kinder and more attentive to each other. Everyone was helping each other physically, psychologically, and even financially, always food. The world changed morally, all Ukrainians. And we didn't want to believe that this was a war in our country. And that fellowship and unity saved us those days. I saw the same questions in the messages over and over again. It was, how are you? Are you okay?" And then the ancient expectations of an answer. And that was just the first day. It was just the beginning. Since the 24th of February, any thoughts about anything that could make one happy before no longer had any sense. Spring, Easter and other holidays were not celebrated anymore. And then maybe you have another memories, yes. Tatiana. Uh, my grandson was born
1: in April. It was a first joy at the time. I'm recollecting everything now, and uh, it is hard even to convey how much we've been thrown. for a jack of electricity, cold, lack of water, the sound of air alerts for hours, and uh, foreign news every single day. Pharmacies become empty on one day. There was a cotton wool, no bandages, no medicines, shortage of uh, products in the store. Dairy products were especially lacking. Those who had a baby faced a deficit of prams and uh, cribs. In April, I lost my job during the war. Days were passing in the... We began to adapt... We were getting stronger. We went to the volunteer center. I went to the volunteer center uh, to weave camouflage knits for the armed force of Ukraine. Me and uh, hundreds of others were doing it because uh, without pay, having no income. It was something I could uh, I could to, to help our warriors. That was uh, the way my life was going on until my husband and I decided to move on. We had to figure, figure out something and uh, the decision for me to leave for Ireland. And now I'm here with you. And I am very grateful to all Irish people that... You are so kind to us Ukrainians. May God protect your home and country from such a disaster. And may your ch- children never understand the true meaning of that war.
2: Hello, everyone. This is Lena here, and I want to open up for you with my story. I will start not with the 24th, but with the 22nd of February, which means exactly one year after everything started. A year, or maybe a whole life, millions of lives in one beaten heart of Ukraine. But I remember this day very well. Everyone talked about the possibility of war, but no one could accept this idea entirely. No one could believe it. We have a good saying, if you want to make God love, tell him about your plans. I didn't fully understand it before. We all had our plans, dreams, hopes, and expectations, ordinary human life, family, work, and household chores. But one decision changed and destroyed the lives of nearly 43 million people, and maybe more. The decision of a man with exorbitant imperial ambitions, thirst for power and the destruction of entire countries and peoples. I don't even want to pronounce his name, he who must not be named. This day, exactly a year ago, I had a dream, or rather a nightmare, that I was standing at Burispol Airport, one of the largest airports near the city of Kyiv. I had to fly away urgently. There were people everywhere turmoil and haste. And a moment later I was holding a ticket and going to the counter check-in with a suitcase in hand and an alarm. And they told me that my plane had left and there would be no more flights and I saw a board with a flight schedule and one by one, all flights were canceled. I couldn't fly. I remember waking up with a feeling of horror and thinking that most likely there would be a war and it would be impossible to fly away. It would be too late to go. The human brain is unique. Even knowing or anticipating some events, you are in a stage of rejection. Or maybe it's a type of faith in the best that keeps you from plunging into a panic. Be that as it may. The first thing I decided to do was to go to my favorite cafe and have a cup of good coffee, just in case. It may be the last time. So it was in fact, because there was no more peace. On February 24th, starting from five in the morning, I started getting calls from everyone. My sister was the first to call. She said, Lena, get up, the war. It stunned me so much that I could not move for several minutes. It's like your whole life was blown to pieces overnight. Since then, winter has not ended for us, all Ukrainians, and time has frozen. Since then, there is only February 24th. We have gone through all the stages of emotion, from shock to denial to violent anger to tears to wild animal fear, loss, and the stage of complete devastation. We just can't get along with this fact. We believe in our victory, we believe from the bottom of our hearts, and we believe that each of us is doing his job to bring our freedom closer. We believe that spring will come, that it will come for us too. After all, our spring is the victory of Ukraine, the victory of all of Europe, the victory of good over evil and light over darkness. War is something that can shatter anybody but children here are especially vulnerable. They shouldn't face this at all. Now you will have an opportunity to listen to Titiana's short interview with children. In this audio, you will hear Sofia, 9 years old, Denise, 13 years old, Artem, 10 years old, and Lisa, 16 years old.
0: War. Is it good, bad or very bad? This is very bad. Do you want to go home to Ukraine? Yes, very much. Do you miss someone in Ukraine? Oh yes, I miss my dad and grandmother. What does war mean for you? War is very unfair and cruel. And
1: war takes away people who you love.
0: Do you want to go to Ukraine? Yes, I want. Where is your father? My father is in Ukraine. How often do you speak to your father? Speak every day. Do you want to go back to Ukraine or to stay here? I want to return to Ukraine because Ukraine is my home. Okay, so let's imagine the war stops and you go home. What will you do first of all? Mm, maybe we will meet together with my family, my dogs and cat, and celebrate. Also, I will meet my friends, and I will go to Kyiv and to the Carpathians.
2: With all these emotions, we wanted to show you a part of the Ukrainian soul. Recently. I have found the phrase, only the dead have seen the end of war. And it made me think that it is so true, because even if the war finishes tomorrow, it will be forever engraved in our memories. But also, there is another saying, every Ukrainian in Kyiv or Odessa, in Germany or Ireland, in Europe or in America, goes to bed and wakes up in the morning with the words that hope dies last. Hope and belief that a peaceful sunrise will come soon. Irina, Tatiana and Lena were with you today. Have a wonderful week ahead. And we'll meet again next Wednesday, the same time and the same radio wave.